0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 36 of Mendoza Line. My name is Cam, and I'm joined yet again by Mr. Nicholas Coates. What's up?
1: Cam, really good to hear from you again. Likewise, sir. Likewise. Sorry, right, once again, I have been quite busy in and out, traveling the country. But I i am back now and excited to be here. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm glad that we are no longer ships in the night. <laughs> we, we have made contact, and I'm excited because we're going to talk about uh, All-Star stuff, aren't we?
1: Hard to believe, but we are in the last week of All-Star voting, so we're down to the wire here where the uh, the teams will be announced on Sunday night. So we will know the All-Star teams, and yeah, just uh, I think it's three weeks from tonight is uh, when the game is, which is it's always hard to believe. I know you're... You're one of the proponents of a shorter season, whereas I'm like, we're, you know, we're halfway through the season already. Like, uh, I wish it would slow down a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, I was wondering if this was like your, your baseball solstice, you know, so once we get to the all-star break, every every further day is, is one day closer to, you know. At the end of the year the, and winter. The, yeah, and... The, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Less sunlight, all that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. And maybe you can appreciate this as a Tigers fan now, but. In some ways, the end of the baseball season means the end of my misery because my team is so terrible. So hey,
0: we're only we're only like seven games out.
1: Well, the Reds are in a pattern now where they're winning a, a game every six or seven they play. So not ideal, but um, lately they've been giving up so many runs at the beginning of the game that. It's not like uh, we're losing heartbreaking games or anything like that. We're just getting clobbered right off the bat. But still, uh, still optimistic for the future. Still enjoy baseball, but yeah, we need some some starting pitchers in the worst way. So yeah, we uh, we finally got Brandon Finnegan back yesterday, and he lasted all of three innings before he hurt his this the same muscle in his arm again in a different spot. He's probably out for the year. Super. So we did get Homer Bailey back on Saturday last week and he lasted all of two innings, gave up eight runs against the Nationals. So bit of <laughs> bit of a rocky start after a long layoff, which is to be expected. So hopefully he gets settled back and he can start earning a little bit of the money that we're paying him.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: It would, since we paid him over a hundred million dollars, and since then he's pretty much been hurt. But such is baseball. One hundred million dollars. Good night. Which is not that much. And uh, I I disagree. Newer relative baseball contracts.
0: That's 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 a ton of money.
1: So I mean, I I'd
0: get paid a hundred million dollars to be hurt.
1: I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I would I would blow my arm out for that. No problem. I could uh, make a good living off that. You don't really need your arm for much else, do you? We've got computers we can type now. You don't need two hands to drive. I don't know.
0: No, if I had $100 million, I'd just take Uber everywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't even drive. I'd just be in the back seat.
1: That is a very good point.
0: Or better yet, I'd hire someone to drive me. That way, I wouldn't have to support Uber. I could support, you know, someone I like.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll drive around for you. I'd pay you a handsome wage, sir. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, Cam, you'd it... have
0: to you'd have to pick up a British accent, though. That would be a requirement but if you were to drive
1: me. That is no problem. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get back to baseball. Before I start daydreaming of Nick being my butler, which would be such a weird, uh, be so weird.
1: Would you like Anyways, to stop so at McDonald's uh, for some? Okay, for a yeah, cup you're of gonna tea.
0: definitely have to work. You're gonna definitely have to work on that.
1: Moving on, so it's it's been yes. <laughs> been quite a while since we've chatted. So lots of news, but there there was one thing I did want to touch on before we moved on to our our main topic. What? gosh, Schwarber. Got sent down to AAA this week. The immortal, the iconic, Kyle Schwarber, getting sent down to play in the minor leagues. I know I was pretty shocked well, by this.
0: I, I, I think we need to cool it with immortal and an iconic.
1: Well, if you believe the narrative, so of his the the postseason lore. You no,
0: know, he. There's no denying he had an incredible World
1: Series. He hit a ball on top of the scoreboard what? at Wrigley.
0: Nick, I'm not downplaying a single thing he did in the in the World Series. It was the reason I got so much hype was because of how incredible it was. The dude hadn't hit
1: like he came the ball in months. He came back after missing the entire year with a blown out yeah. knee, and actually yeah, had it, a it decent like, World Series.
0: And took like what 500 pitches in the batting cage. It was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, but. One, one series does not a full season make. and True, I th- but it was I think the
1: World Series.
0: I understand, but how many of those guys were too young to even realize what was actually going on?
1: I don't know, but I, I, it's pretty incredible that uh, the Cubs believed in him enough last year to uh, insert him in the lineup. Not Not even at the bottom of the lineup. He was towards the top of the lineup. Uh, and yeah. it's not like they were suffering for good hitters, but what a difference.
0: But it's not the end of his career if he gets it's not, down.
1: It's not. I'm just saying. You take a guy, There, there are very, very, very few players that can miss an entire year, not go through any, you know, extensive minor league rehab period, and just be inserted at the top of a lineup if a team doesn't, you know, absolutely believe in your abilities and thinks very, very highly of you. So to where you were, you are now eight months later, we were heading down to triple a and you know, it, it was, it's not going to be for very long. I probably just want to see him hit the ball again, but just goes to show baseball is very difficult and it is, just but I also good, think
0: that, well, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Um, I also think that because they're sending him down mid-season, it's not that they don't believe in him. I think it's that they want what's best for his development. And getting him down to AAA is going to send a message, but also allow him to figure his stuff out without costing, you know, the Cubs potential games. So I think it is a, you care about the player, you want what's best for them, but you also want what's best for the team. So go get him the at-bats that he needs in less stressful situations and also help your team out by maybe not having him, you know, leave a bunch of runners on base, but
1: and I, I, I don't, don't think it's a, an... disagree with you at all there. I'm just looking at the, the grand scheme of things. And
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Skip Bayless is going to have a field day with this, but I don't even think he cares about baseball. And I can't believe I just mentioned his name. Please, please smack me next time you see him. Me, see me. You
1: seem to always bring his name up in this podcast. But...
0: That's because when I think of it, of like, you know, um, sports media that doesn't know anything, he just pops to my head. Yeah. Which is just, it's really unfortunate.
1: Well, he, well, there are several others like him now, so we don't have to get into that, but it's it's just a, a very fascinating storyline. And I, I don't doubt that he'll, he'll come back and be a good player for them. I still believe they're going to make a postseason push, no matter how you know, much they've kind of hung around 500 this year.
0: Yeah, they're only a game behind Milwaukee. And I don't think Milwaukee strikes fear <laughs> into anyone.
1: No, they definitely don't. They, um, they're a team on the rise, but it's, it's incredible. And it just goes to show, first of all, how difficult baseball is to stay on top of your game because of the adjustments that, you know, the best Players in the world make and can make against you and the gruel of a long season. So I think it just leads, leads, you know, to making it, you know, just very impressive. The guys that are very, very good year in and year out, and we, you know, have, should have a greater respect for that. It's not, it's not that easy. It's not as easy as maybe a, you know, basketball where you can get by on athletic ability there's
0: careful careful now Nicholas.
1: <laughs> or uh building super teams but there's a you know mental oh, mental geez. part of it <laughs>
0: oh nick
1: we're we're feisty tonight it's been a while
0: did you really just take a jab at the warriors
1: Oh, i took a jab at all of all the nba there's no <sighs> there's no hiding that Anyways, it's yeah, it'll be it's interesting a to s- show,
0: So we're just gonna move on. We're just gonna. Move but on. let it be known that I disagree with you.
1: That's fine. To each his own. Indeed. So yeah. So well, we- all the best to Schwarber. I think he'll be back up sooner than later. You probably will. And the Cubs will still win the division. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Still have faith in that.
0: Is that our bold prediction? Yeah. (laughs) That they're going to overcome their one-game deficit and win the division?
1: (laughs) It's my hot take. You heard here
0: first, folks. Yes. Only the boldest of hot takes here on Mendoza Line.
1: So we wanted to continue uh, our tradition of, you know, we it's cute and all that fans get to vote for all-star teams and their favorite players and whatnot. And oftentimes the starting eight in the – uh, for the, each of the leagues, is not necessarily filled with the the best players or the players having the best seasons. So here at the Mendo- the Mendoza Line, we're just gonna do do the work for them and pick the teams that should be there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Not a popularity contest. Strictly performance based. Uh, this is a meritocracy. The best <laughs> players get to start in our All Star Game. Doesn't matter what your name is. Doesn't matter what team you play for. All that matters is. Are you having the best season at your position in your respective league?
1: Absolutely. So, and we, so
0: what I want, what I'm going to do, and what I would encourage you to do, is actually fill out the ballot as we go through, and then we can both yes. submit our ballots at the end of the show and tell the, you know, the league exactly who the All-Star team should be in our estimations.
1: This is the correct ballot and the only ballot, yeah. that should be used. Now, in saying that, there, with there. Maybe some disagreements between us. We'll we'll see if those come about. And we will also make note of who is currently leading in those voting categories for your edification, and so you know, in case you don't. But, um, yeah, it'll be a fun exercise, and with the All-Star game coming up, it's a, a fun American tradition. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, well, go ahead and start off. Let's uh, start with the uh, National League and uh, Catcher. Sound good?
0: National League Catcher, yes. Let me scroll down to the bottom of my ballot. National League
1: Catcher. So we, currently Buster Posey is um, leading in the voting as a healthy Healthy margin over second place, Wilson Contreras, and then Yadier Molina behind him. But, uh, Cam, does he deserve that?
0: Does Buster Posey deserve to be the National League starting catcher? Uh, based on offensive statistics,
1: I'm going to say yes. And that 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 brings up a good point like there is much more catching than offensive statistics, but we don't necessarily have the capacity or ability to evaluate defensive uh values yeah so, they
0: don't really they don't really you know uh track past balls or you know wild pitches or bad calls you know as as i mean you've got wins above replacement but again that's offensive stats right
1: uh, defense is taken into account. It's taken there, into but, consideration. Yeah, the ability to handle pitching staff and mentally, like it's just it's really difficult. But we all know that Posey can do that. We do, so that's not a that's not really a question and I think that So in this but if situation, you look at his
0: offensive yeah, if you look at his stats, nine fifty nine OPS, slugging five thirty six, his average is three forty seven. He's got an equal strikeout to walk ratio. Ten home runs 33 RBIs. He's having 15 a good year. Doubles. He's having a good year and they're they're really unfortunately uh Flowers is having a good year for Atlanta, but less power, less RBIs, one less stolen base.
1: Yeah, JT Realmuto is also having a, a pretty good year for the Marlins, but True. but he's a- hitting under 300. Not approaching Posey for sure, so we can yeah he's, pretty easily pencil Buster Posey in. So yeah. first base, um, Ryan Zimmerman currently holds about a hundred thousand vote lead over Anthony Rizzo, who is in second place, uh, followed by Goldschmidt, who is around four hundred thousand votes behind Rizzo. So I've got a, I got a little beef, a little bit of beef here.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my initial thought is Goldschmidt.
1: Yeah, it's I mean,
0: Ryan Ryan Zimmerman has a three forty four average to Goldschmidt's three thirty two, and has one extra home run, but Goldschmidt has six more RBIs and twelve more stolen bases. Yeah, which for a first baseman is ridiculous. Don't have as much and...
1: beef with Zimmerman. Um, he's yeah, at, he's well, it's the a Rizzo year. pick. It's the Rizzo. It's the yeah.
0: He's batting 261
1: yeah his he's having a bit of a down year and that's uh yeah that's that's based on being a cub well but he's
0: also he's still on track for 100 rbis in over 30 to almost 40 home runs it's just the average and the obp that are lower than than you would like and it's hard to vote for rizzo when you've got three other guys including vado that are hitting over 300, have an over 400 OBP, and have an over 1,000 OPS. Like, Rizzo should not be in the conversation simply because there are three other dudes that are having, across the board, better seasons.
1: Yeah, first base is extremely deep. Um, Well, and and that's in the
0: National League, too, which is, you know... there's some... Usually that's where the the big heavies in the American League go, unless they're too old, and then they go to DH. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Zimmerman, Votto's having a great year. Hit home run number Mm -hmm. 21 tonight. Mark Reynolds is having a great year. Cody Bellinger is had, probably if he was playing the whole year, would have the the best stats out of everyone. He's got 20, he's leading the league in home runs. And he missed the first month of the year before he got called up. And he's on my fantasy
0: team. Holla.
1: He's incredible. That's a guy that um, we're being a top prospect really translated pretty seamlessly over yeah, for him no joke but yeah he's just his swing and oh he is just he's good he's gonna be good he's he's very young still so
0: um you mentioned mark reynolds and again the issue with him is strikeouts he has 78 strikeouts already which is over twice as many as joey votto <laughs>
1: Yeah, Joey's... So
0: he's on, he's, on, he's on pace to have 160 strikeouts, which is nearly one per
1: game. Which is what he's always been. That's Mark Reynolds'... He's always
0: been that way. I, it's, it's a strikeout or a home run, essentially. In a different era,
1: <laughs> I think that would have mattered more. But strikeouts aren't as... You know, everyone strikes out to a, a certain degree. But Votto is just on a, another level of plate discipline. and.
0: Yeah, he's incredibly patient. But Will Myers already has 92 strikeouts. Yeah, which is
1: just absurd. I think uh, Keon Broxton. I just heard this. He's he's not even a total full time player, and I think he has over hundred. <laughs> so, which wasn't pretty incredible. It's,
0: yeah, he might. Not,
1: but he, he also not be on a team soon. Then he plays an amazing center field, so that's why he's getting all those at bats. But yeah, first base. First base is very very deep. I think Goldschmidt should be the choice, you know, pretty obviously if you're, you're going off of offensive statistics. Um, but, yeah, Goldschmidt and Zimmerman are both been very valuable aspects to, you know, teams that are having a lot of success right now.
0: Yeah, and so here's here's why I'm going to go with Goldschmidt over Zimmerman. And it's, again, Zimmerman's having a good year. I'm a
2: Ryan Zimmerman fan. I, I like him. Uh, Goldschmidt has a higher OPS and a much higher OBP. He's got
0: 13 stolen bases as a fir- as a first baseman. He has uh, nine more strikeouts, but he has 32 more walks than Ryan Zimmerman. He's on pace for 100 walks this year.
1: And he plays a great defensive first base. And he base. plays,
0: yeah, exactly. So it just, while Zimmerman may be slightly ahead in a few categories, I think the, the overwhelming um, you know, evidence of uh, Goldschmidt's season is he is, he is even on most areas and then far ahead in, in um, areas that stand out as a first baseman to me. So yeah, Goldschmidt is definitely my vote.
1: He's been a stud for five years now, but
0: yeah. Well, I remember when you drafted him in a uh, fantasy league and I was like, Paul Goldschmidt, who the heck? And then, like, he just blew up, and you've had him ever since. And I was like, That's, that Nick, I need to I need to start paying attention to who he's looking at so I can try and steal some of his players.
1: He's just been it's, on such a bad team. And I know. No, yeah. no and one really knows it, who he is. But
0: Well, especially on, you know, the middle and east parts of the country, when, when Arizona's terrible, you're just kind of stuck out there, and no one in the rest of the country knows who you are because you're never on national television. Your team's never in the playoffs. Uh, you know, it would be much different if he was playing for, you know, even, um, like, you know, uh, the giants or, you know, a yeah. team
1: that's a lot more nationally relevant. He's his on name the, be.
0: if he's on the giants
1: or, or Dodgers or not even, I mean, even an East coast team, Heck if
0: he's on the Rockies, you know?
1: Yeah. He, he would, uh, Oh gosh, if he was on the Rockies playing a course, mm-hmm. his numbers would be disgusting. So, come on, come on, first base. Why, what are you doing with, why are you voting for Anthony Rizzo? Get Goldschmidt up there. But he'll, he'll make the team, but he probably won't start, which is disappointing. All right, second base. So, current leader, Daniel Murphy, is uh, pretty much blowing everyone else out of the water with almost double the <laughs> votes of uh, Javi Baez is second, and then DJ LeMayu is a distant, distant third. So Daniel Murphy has three million votes. Javi Baez has sixteen um or one million six hundred thousand. And DJ DJ LeMayhu has six hundred thousand. Followed by Brandon Phillips and Logan Forsyth. So
0: Well, can you really be mad at people for voting for Daniel Murphy?
1: No, I'm just second base. As as deep I'm just saying, as deep as first base is, that is yeah. how shallow. I mean, it's. I mean, it's obvious. It's Daniel Murphy.
0: But if I remember
1: correctly, you were uh,
0: you were not drinking the Daniel Murphy Kool Aid at the beginning of the season. You thought last year was too good to be true.
1: Uh, that's not true because this is his third or fourth year of being good, and it might have been last year during the All Star break. No.
0: I was tra- I was thinking about our fantasy draft, but yeah, I mean it's it's Daniel Murphy. I mean it is. It, I it's there's not there's not a category other than like walks that's really close. It's
2: yeah,
1: yeah. This one this was a, is a tough one for me because it's actually a guy on the same team who was there. He played a lot of or he played some second base from last year. Trey Turner, who is. Second base eligible, but he's—I think he's on the shortstop ballot. Um, that'd probably be the only other guy. If he was, I don't think he's voted as a as a second baseman. That would be close to being as valuable as him. But all the uh, all the good second basemen are in the American League, eh, from what it looks like. So it's just in, it's interesting how you know top heavy the second baseman category is.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, LeMahieu's not having a bad
2: year. It's just not, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, You know, excellent like Daniel Murphy's year is.
1: Right, but you've got, I mean, the second, according to actual statistics, Chris Owings of the Diamondbacks is the second most valuable short, or the second baseman this year, but he's probably... On the ballot as a shortstop, whereas in the American League you got Jose Ramirez, Altuve, Starlin Castro, Castro, Jonathan Scope, Robinson Cano, and Marlon Gonzalez are all having better years than DJ LeMahieu. So, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting position that Daniel Murphy will have a stranglehold on uh, as long as he keeps producing uh, in the National League. So, Javi Baez, I don't even, he's not even That's on the, term. yeah, he's, he's a good player, but should not be second in that voting. All right, third base, and then uh, the National League, Chris Bryant leading the way, almost 2 million votes, Nolan Arenado is right there as well, uh, probably, I think he's like 50,000 behind, and then Justin Turner in third, ba- third, third place for third base. Uh, rounded out by Anthony Rendon and Jake Lamb. So a lot of name right. name value there, but what um what sorts of seasons are these guys having?
0: Well, and I guess this is where the issue comes into with injuries. Um, because Turner in LA is having, you know, not a terrible year. Eh, Three eighty five, not bad. <laughs> no, no big deal, but I mean, not a lot of power, but
2: just, I mean, just puts the ball in play, but he's also, you know, he's been hurt and it's, yeah, this is, I mean, it really just kind of does depend on
0: what you value the most.
1: You know, know, I'm not a big RBI guy, but it is shocking how few RBIs Chris Bryant has. He has 16 home runs and 31 Mm -hmm. RBIs. Mm Mm-hmm comparatively so i mean you're talking about how little justin turner plays he has 28 and um, only
0: five home runs yeah he just puts the ball in play and chris bryant has 69 strikeouts to turner's 25
1: so nolan arenado who is in second by in the voting has um same amount of runs he has 22 more hits he has one less home run. Um, almost doubled him in RBIs. Yeah. He's hitting 292 with the 895 OPS. And is the best defensive third baseman in the in the league. So it should be Nolan Arenado. Um it, I mean, it could very easily still happen as close as that is, but when you're Chris Bryant, you play for the Cub, you just won the World Series and the MVP. You're gonna, you're gonna be a popular guy. Yeah. Jake Lamb. Jake Lamb is having a really good year as well.
2: Yep.
0: A ton of strikeouts, though. And I know that's not necessarily a big deal anymore. It still is to me. Eighty-three strikeouts (laughs) is ridiculous. (laughs) But he's still got an OPS of nine nineteen. So.
1: Still hitting two eighty. Still got 17 home runs. So it's, I mean, I agree. I'd rather have guys that strike out less, but um, I guess when you're looking at value, that's it's not going to weigh as heavily as some of the other maybe statistics that in, people definitely aren't looking at that for an, you know, an all-star team. Yeah. But, yeah, very impressive. I mean, the Diamondbacks, you can see why they're doing so well. They've got several guys just in the infield that are having pretty fantastic years. So, yeah, I I mean, I personally, I would go Nolan Arenado for his combination and all-around ability. And, um, yeah, he's a big part of why the Rockies are contending this year.
0: So you're going to take Arenado? Yep. I'm taking Turner because he's not hurt anymore. If he was still in the DL, I wouldn't go on Arenado just because I feel like you need to be active to be in the game.
1: Yeah, it's part of being good at baseball is actually playing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so that's our first digression. Or divergence, I should say.
1: Uh, shortstop, Zach Cozart. in In uh, first place. Followed by Corey Seager, uh, Addison Russell, which is hilarious because we'll get to Ew. his statistics soon. Uh, Trey Turner in fourth, and then Chris Owings, who I had mentioned before, is in fifth. So yeah, shortstop. Um, Dude, Zach Cozart's having a pretty good stinking year. I am shocked, floored that he's leading the All Star vote right now. Because I, I guess it's just because Corey Seager's so young, and yeah, he had, he was a rookie of the year last year, but probably East Coast bias thing as far as him not getting the recognition, but he's going to be the perennial all-star as he continues to gain more and more notoriety. But Zach Kozar is having a really good year. You know, he's been hurt. He's been on Sunday DL. He hasn't played in the last... I think he's he should be activated tomorrow, but, you know, he had a scorching April and May. He's definitely tailed off to where his numbers are, you know, digressing a little bit, but... You know, hitting 320, 966 OPS, uh, nine home runs, and plays a very good shortstop. So he's he's right there with, right there with Seager. Seager's got him and uh, some of the power numbers, and he's got a ton more runs. Um, yeah,
0: but that's that's more credit to the team that Seager plays on versus Kozart.
1: gozart has right. got a you know higher average. Um. So yeah, it's and Kozart's got to you know beat him in o- OPS by quite a bit. So, definitely it's uh something that Kozart is not he's not he's not getting this because of a popularity contest by any stretch. So, yeah. I I mean, I'm biased here, but I I would pick him.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think he deserves it.
1: So, I mean, this might be the only this probably will be the only time he ever starts Uh, An all-star game. So, that was easy. All right, outfield National League. Bryce Harper. uh, First, Charlie Blackman. Marcelo Zuna in third. Followed by Jason Hayward. Ben Zobrist. uh, What? Giancarlo Stanton. Matt Kemp. Kyle Schwarber is eighth. Wait, he's not even in there. See, this is this? this is this is yes. why
0: Americans shouldn't be allowed to vote <laughs> I'd read into bold. that read into that whatever you think I mean my goodness
1: <laughs> yeah that that all feels pretty bad so thankfully the uh the top three the top three get voted in then at that point it's a manager's choice so guys like schwarber and zobrist. Most likely will not be making the team based on being fifth and sixth in the all star voting. But, uh, just looking at the stats, I think um, the top three have a very strong case for being there. Uh, try Har- Harper, Blackman, and Ozuna. Blackman's got hundred over 100 hits already. <laughs> um,
0: Compared to Jonas Cespedes' is 35. Yeah, Cespedes <laughs> has
1: barely played this year. Um sixteen home runs, fifty-six RBIs, he's hitting three twenty. Bryce Harper setting 18 home runs, fifty-six RBIs, over a thousand OPS. And Ozuna's having a good year too. Hitting 319, 20 home runs, 54 RBIs, 958 OPS. So according to my uh this, the filter, those are those are the three most valuable. National League outfielders. What about uh Mr. Bellinger? Bellinger's right up there. He he would be number 4 um on the National League and uh, again, if you do that per game, Bellinger would easily be in the uh the top 3 there, but
0: well, he has more home runs, he has just as many RBIs. He has more stolen bases. It's in, he, the only person beating him in OPS is Harper, and it's by point zero zero four.
1: It's basically it's because his, his his average, his average and runs are way down compared to the other guys. But that's a lot of that's um, like I said, based on playing fewer games. So, um, we I mean, know Zuna is a center fielder, so defensively he's going to add a ton of value so I mean I, w- I would put those guys there because Bellinger he could, Bellinger could play outfield or first base long term he probably is a first baseman but Gonzalez is he's getting old and he's out right now so long term that's where he'll play I'm not sure you know when Gonzalez comes back Bellinger's probably an outfielder but for this exercise um He's definitely have a much better chance of getting in as an outfielder, with a, as deep as first base. Yes, yeah. but
0: I think you. I mean, yeah, you look at him, but I also think you look at Matt Kemp, who for you know not a great team is having a fairly good year.
1: Yeah, he's having a good year. John uh, Carlos is having a good year. Mm-hmm. Jay Bruce um, is doing all right. So. But, yeah,
0: but you got Shebler there too. That's got very similar numbers.
1: Shebler and Duval, you know, are not not bad for um you know for the Reds and paying them, you know, those are guys making minimum wage for a major leaguer, so Yeah, there's they're uh when we get to American League, there's some there's some names up there, I'll tell you what. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Alright, well I think that does it for my ballot.
1: Who would you have uh, starting in the All-Star game for the, the National League? We'll just in the outfield? That. Sorry, as a oh, pitcher.
0: I was going to say, that's not even on this ballot. What the heck?
1: Yeah, the manager, like the manager picks that, yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's I should know that, shouldn't I? All right, uh, starting pitcher for the
1: National League. Be, is going to be be quite the quite the debate between a couple guys. All right, hold on.
0: It's sh- why is it showing me the pitchers' offense? There we go. Like lining up the pitchers by OPS. <laughs> no, I don't want their offensive stats. I want their pitching stats. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Well, I
2: probably won't edit that out. To be honest. Um. All right starting pitchers.
1: Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to go Max Scherzer. I mean Kershaw is is right there. Scherzer has a uh, better strikeout ratio, lower ERA and whip. So, but again, like those are two fantastic options. I would start Kershaw start Scherzer and bring in Kershaw in the uh, third inning. Have those guys go their first four and, you know, be in pretty good shape. I just love his crazy eye, too. Yeah, man, that's tough.
0: Yeah, so Scherzer gives up less hits, has a better batting average against, and a better whip, and a better ERA. Kind of and has more strikeouts, but he also has, yeah, and less home runs, yep, yeah, and less earned runs, of course. Yeah, I'm okay with Scherzer, that's fine.
1: Sweet, all right, American League. So, catcher Salvador Perez is leading the way, followed by Gary Sanchez, Brian McCann, Wellington Castillo, and Jan Gomes. Gross. Yeah, it looks like um, the top two are are definitely correct in that Perez and Sanchez are having the the best offensive seasons. Uh, pretty similar, really, when you look at it. Uh, I think San- Sanchez did miss some time, which makes his ca- counting stats lower, but his rate stats are are right there, even a little bit better than than uh, Perez's. All right,
0: hold on, I got taken away by the fact that Alex Avila has the best OPS
2: of any catcher that has more than five games. Just shocking to me.
1: How many at-bats ba- does he have? Would be my 154. Not bad. He had, he had a couple of pretty good years.
0: He splits time with uh, McCann, but I mean he's got 50 hits, 10 home runs, 27 RBIs, 31 walks, a 325 average, and a 1032
1: OPS yeah he's he's having a good little year pretty darn good good. he's not
0: an everyday
2: catcher like um, you know some of the other guys you know uh, Perez for example Um, oh boy
0: why does he have to be a tiger see I'm trying to not be emotional about this but it's happening
1: gotta separate yourself
2: Yeah, I just, I mean, Salvador Perez has got better power numbers, but he's got 10 walks to Avila's 31
0: and 15 more at-bats. His average is 35 points lower.
2: His OBP is 120 points lower. His OPS is almost 200 points lower. I don't know, Nick, can you be an all-star and not be an everyday player?
1: I don't think so. I'm going Salvador Perez, just because he's been healthy this year. Otherwise, I would have gone Sanchez.
0: Sanchez for New York? Yep. He's played seven less
1: games than Avila has. Right, because he was hurt for a solid month and a half. But he's a pretty much everyday player.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold judgment on this one. I need to think about it.
1: I'm shocked. I don't think this is that hard of a decision.
0: I've got better stats in all but two categories.
1: To each his own. All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep this moving. First base, American League, Eric Hosmer, leading the way, followed by Justin Smoke, which is interesting. Yonder Alonso in third, Miguel Cabrera in fourth, Carlos Santana in fifth. So, Justin Smoke getting some love this year.
0: Well, you know, he's not doing too bad out there in Toronto, is he?
1: He's not, and if um, you filter out National League first baseman, he would be the most valuable offensive first baseman in the American League. Um, yeah, 20 home runs, 48 RBIs, 300 average. It's funny sometimes, I... You know, I follow baseball, but I don't, you know, follow a lot of people's individual stats. And sometimes it's shocking to see what certain players are doing. You are know, like really, he's having that good of a year. So that's that's pretty good, you know, to be 250 bats in for that guy hitting over 300, OPSing 955. It's pretty impressive.
0: Well, what about Marwin Gonzalez or Yonder Alonso?
1: Um, Gonzales is an interesting case just because he gets moved around so much. Um, Alonzo, this, the side I'm looking at has Abreu above him. Um, Abreu's hitting 300, 13 RBI, 13 home runs, 48 RBIs. Logan Morrison, 22 home runs, 54 RBIs. We only hit 250. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alonzo's down here. I think his, he's only got 38 RBIs, which is probably killing him. Yeah. He's His runs are, he's only got 39 runs, 292.
0: He's just but, he's slugging a healthy bit, though. That's
1: yeah, he's he's having a good year, for sure. He's right down there, Edwin Encarnacion. He's having a better year than Edwin. Justin Bauer's having a good year. He's a National League guy, though. But yeah, I think I would go. Man, I think I would go Justin Smoke. That's kind of disgusting. It'd be between him and Abreu. Hosmer. Yeah, Hosmer's basically hitting for average. Only, well,
0: I would, I would take Gonzalez over Abreu.
1: Marwin Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, but I think Smoke's the right pick, and I think Gonzalez is number two on
1: my list. Yeah, I'll
0: take Smoke. I'll take Smoke.
1: It's impressive. Uh, that's why the Astros are good. You got a guy like Marlon Gonzalez hitting like that. Uh, second base, it's so like I, like I said, a lot of good American League second basemen. Jose Ramirez hitting three twenty six. 950 OPS, total run runs, 35 RBIs.
0: Jose Ramirez isn't even on the ballot.
1: Well, he 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 has multiple positions. He might be on there as a third baseman. Yeah, he's uh he's on second, third base, so the positional stuff is confusing sometimes. So Altuve would then Yeah, he's
0: he's on the ballot as a third baseman.
1: Altuve. Mhm. Having a good year. Um 319 Eleven home runs, thirty six RBIs, twelve steals, OPSing over nine hundred. Castro's having a pretty good year, but he's on the disc got placed on the DL.
0: Wah. wah. wah,
1: wah. Uh Robinson Cano. Only hitting two eighty. He seems to be a little down for him. Opsing only eight hundred, so.
0: Yep, I'm going with Mr. Five Hour Energy himself, Jose Altuve.
1: Agreed. Moving yeah. on, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> third base, Miguel Sano is in first. Jose Ramirez and second, Donaldson. Third, is Fourth, Machado. Fifth. Hmm.
2: Oh my God, Miguel Sano has a hundred strikeouts.
1: So Jose, this Jose Ramirez is the the most valuable third baseman. According to uh, this, even more valuable than Aronado.
0: Yeah, he's well, 92 hits, 52 runs, 24 doubles, 12 home runs, 35 ribbies, 26 walks, 9 steals, 323, OPS of 940. And he's played 75 games. So the dude plays every single day.
1: Yeah, pretty much the only thing he doesn't have in comparison to the other guys is RBIs. So he's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's because he's sitting at the top of the order. But, I mean, Sano is, he's got more home runs than RBIs, but he's not close than anything else except for OPS. And that's because of slugging. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the defensive value as opposed to what, Sano has, I think it's a pretty easy choice to have Ramirez, which is pretty shocking. Donaldson must be having a down year. I know he was hurt for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's hit 280, and he's got less home runs and less RBIs than Ramirez does. Yeah. So he's not, yeah, he's not his usual self.
1: I will admit, going into this exercise, I did not expect to pick, yeah, Justin Smoke and Jose Ramirez to start. Uh, on my all-star teams. Um, shortstop. Correa. And first, Lindor, Didi Gregorius, Bogarts, Tulowitzki. Definitely some name, some name value there, but did their stats yeah. back it up?
0: Well, all right, let's take a look at Correa first. Cause you know, I think in our book, he's the sexy pick. Yeah. Uh, 52 runs, yeah, 83 hits, 15 doubles, 14 homers, 48 RBIs, 34 walks, 303, OPS of 898.
1: Elvis Andrews is also hitting 300, 18 steals, 9 home runs, mm-hmm. 45 RBIs, uh, hitting three hundred, but he's, he's only OPSing a little over 800, so I think I would slightly still prefer Correa, but Andrews is having a nice year. Yeah,
0: and you got you got to throw Bogarts in there too.
1: Yeah, Bogarts is pretty much doing everything, he's, but
0: yeah, he's like very balanced. He doesn't have a lot of power, so just... he loses in the home runs and RBIs. But mm-hmm. you know, he has the stolen bases. He's got a better average. He's got you know um, good slugging, good OBP, strikes out less. Um, just doesn't have the power. But I mean, he's got the at bats. He's got the runs. He's got the ninety hits, which is the yeah. most I think of any shortstop in the American League.
1: Lindor is having more of the season than I think people expected him to have as a premium defensive shortstop. Now he's still he's got fourteen home runs, but he's only hitting two fifty. So he was def he he just came out like gangbusters last year. Hitting like crazy, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Correa. Yep,
2: yeah,
0: I can get down with that.
1: Uh designated hitter, it's stupid. But Nelson Cruz is leading the way up with that. Corey Dickerson's in second, and Encarnacion and Holiday got us three guys that should. What about
0: what about Mancini in Baltimore?
1: He's uh he's not in the top five vote category, but he's not really. No.
0: Really.
1: But Corey Dickerson is having a really good year. I saw his statistics in the outfielder section, but. Um, according to Yahoo, he's the fourth most valuable outfielder this year so far. Behind Yeah, I
0: mean it's he's got ninety nine hits, twenty doubles, three triples, seventeen homers, thirty nine RBIs, seventeen walks, two steals, three thirty average and a nine fifty seven OPS.
1: I think he's your D H.
0: Well, yes, but I wanna give Mr. Mancini from Baltimore some love.
1: Yeah, he's he's doing well.
0: He's yeah, 14 homers, 43 RBIs, 14 walks, a three twenty one average, and a nine fifty four OPS. So he loses out in hits, in doubles, and average by you know .009 to Dickerson. But the fact that he's not in the top five is well, it's just probably because he plays in Baltimore, frankly.
1: And uh, he was not a. I think he was a call-up and. Wasn't playing from the beginning of the season as well. Well, but him.
0: he's played in 61 games, so he's not played in every game. But, yeah, he was probably called up right after the, you know, that, um, that two-week gap or whatever it yeah. is at the beginning of the season.
1: He's not a guy that most, uh, most people know. But I think he'll turn into a nice little player. So American League outfield. <clears throat> um, Aaron Judge leading the way. Mike Trout is in second. Uh, George Springer, third. Michael Brantley, fourth. Avacel Garcia, fifth. Oh, wow. Mookie Bet, sixth. Bautista, Baltran, Gardner, Chisenhall. Those are your top ten.
0: Avacel Garcia, ex tiger. They
1: used to call him Little Miggy because it yeah. reminded
0: him of a smaller Miguel
1: Cabrera. He's he might, he he's might hitting finally three, be coming into his own. Hitting 325, OPSing almost nine nine hundred. But he's um definitely not in the top three. So Aaron Judge. Twenty six home runs, fifty nine RBIs hitting three thirty. Opsing eleven thirty six.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, not to be outdone by Mike Trout, who's OPSing twelve oh three. It's yeah. just ridiculous.
1: He's been out for what, a month, and he's still He's got 16 home runs, 36 RBIs, 10 steals. Is he done for the year? No, he's um
0: pretty close to it. though, right? He will be back very late in the season.
1: He's hitting off a tee now. He's, it says he's hoping for a return um, for the All Star game. Really? So that's uh. I
0: thought it was. I thought it was a much longer injury. Than
1: that's that. his desire, but I would say probably I'd say two or three weeks after that. He's not going to play in the All-Star game. There's no way. But I think he'll make the team as a, as a, you know, starter. Probably deserves it as the best player in the game. But uh, he, he probably won't play. So, um, Springer having a great year. Hitting 280 22 home runs, 47 RBIs. Surprisingly no steals. He was a guy that came up as a, guy that would steal 20 bases in a season. So, and then Trout. Trout's down there with Springer. Followed by Alessio Garcia. And, um, Nelson Cruz. So, yeah, I think I would go for the American League judge. Springer, if Trout was healthy, him. And, I, I mean, since he's not healthy, I might have to go Abel Garcia. I don't know. It's a tough one.
0: What about uh, J.D. Martinez? You he's know, only played forty-one games, so he—he
1: uh, he has been awesome, though. I,
0: he's—I mean, when he's been on, like when he's actually played, he's been very good.
1: He is on my fancy team, so yeah, he's been killing it ever since he came back. So,
0: I mean, his OPS is is one thousand and two.
1: Yeah. To keep consistent with what we've been doing so far, I'd probably not include him on this team. I'll probably yeah, he's only go with
0: half the games.
1: You know, I wanna, I will go with Garcia, just 'cause I think he's earned it. But um, yeah, that's a that is a tough decision. Nelson Cruz is right there. Mookie Betts is having a bit of a down year. He's only hitting two sixty nine. but. Yeah, how about you? Who you go with?
0: Um, Judge, obviously. Um, And then,
2: I wish Springer's average was higher, but he also provides a very good defensive outfield. Um, And then, I mean, Nelson Cruz isn't even on the stats I'm looking
0: at.
1: That's probably because he's a DH. Oh,
2: yeah, there you go. Um gosh Garcia Just Justin Upton. His average is a little low and his home runs are a little down, but
0: his RBIs, walks, OPS are all right there.
1: He's not getting any love in the voting. Well Kevin Pilar is ahead of him. Abraham Amante is ahead of him. He's not even in the top 15. That's Bush League. Tigers fans need to get out and vote. Seriously. Yeah, I'm
2: with you, I guess. Judge. Garcia and Springer.
1: Oh, Andrew
0: Andrew Benintendi. I wish you will be an all star soon. He will.
1: He'll come into his own. And the American League starter, I think, it's a pretty obvious choice. With the, uh, the year that Chris Sale is having, seems to be above and beyond anyone else. Kirsch or er, Keiko would be there if he was, if he had been healthy.
0: You know what's really annoying about this catcher pick that I still haven't made yet is on the uh, the All Star ballot. Jay McCann. Is on there for the Tigers, even though he's averaging 191. Yeah. And it, Avila isn't.
1: Yeah, that's, that's... That's just stupid. As far as we are into technology and it being 2017, there's got to be a better way to, to do the ballot to actually have guys who deserve to be on like, there. Like,
0: let's just
2: compare numbers. Avila has 11 more games. Double the hits, double the doubles, two more home runs, seven more RBIs, uh, 18 more walks, and 130
0: better points in average and 400 better points in OPS. Yet McCann
2: is statistically mm, tied with our third string catcher in a lot of categories, but he's on the
0: all-star ballot. And not our catcher that started the most games.
1: It's interesting. So are you going to go with Avila? Um,
2: probably not. Because Perez has got him in home runs and RBIs by a significant amount.
0: And there you go. Perez has paid, played 20 more games
2: than he has. But, I mean, Avila's got him an average in OPS. But I'll give it to the guy that plays every day.
0: I came to my senses, Nick. You're welcome.
2: I'm Although a... Avila should be on the ballot. That's bull crap. The McCann is and he isn't so dumb. Yeah, we need to we
0: need to fix that. Yeah. So I think the only thing that we disagreed on was National League third base.
1: I think you're right.
0: Because we got Smoke and Goldschmidt at first. Yeah. Altuve and Murphy at second. Correa and Cozart at short. Ramirez. And then I've got Turner in the National League. And who do you have? Arenado. Arenado. And then Posey and Perez. And then Dickerson at DH. And then Judge Springer and Garcia in the American League. And Harper, Blackman, and Ozuna in the National League. Yep. You know, I'd say that's pretty one good, pick yeah. different. Yeah, that's that's enough. That's what... uh. Just like statistical deviation, you gotta have one that's wrong, right? Just to prove that you weren't cheating.
1: Exactly, and I will. I will say. I mean, if Turner, what had done what he's been doing the whole year, I mean, he would be the pick. It's. I picked Arenado just because he's been doing it, not being hurt. So I I see valid, your your point in being valid. So.
0: Here's another question. You have to put your birth date in for this stupid submission. Do you ever put your real one in?
1: <laughs> I have not filled out an actual all-star ballot in <laughs> years. So Who should my favorite team be?
0: I, w- I, I was born in 1987, and my zip code is Detroit.
1: You should so put the Marlins just so... Miami Marlins. They, they get a little bit of love. Just so they actually have a fan or two. Ayo. Hey... All right, yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. Boom, my vote is submitted. What do you mean, my? Oh my God, my validation key does not match the image. Yes, it does.
1: <laughs> you're a. It's you're trying it's... to spam them, you robot. Oh my gosh. Well, on that note, while we still have people, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> Cam, it's been a pleasure. Look back. Looking forward to get back on a more normal schedule as we round into some pennant races and trade season coming up. It's a good time of year. Yes,
2: indeed. It was a pleasure as always, sir.
1: All right, until next time.
2: See ya.